Hey friends, welcome to the Women Creating Wealth podcast. I am your hostess, Kate Santerre, and I'm super excited. Each week, I'm going to be dishing out all things wealth, money, mindset, all the good stuff. So get ready to get inspired, get real and raw, and start living your life of wealth right now. Awesome. Welcome, Danny. So um, today I have Danny Parks with us on the podcast. This is Women Creating Wealth. And I mean, why don't we just dive right into it and introduce yourself and let us know a little bit about you, what you do, where you're from, all that fun stuff. Okay. Hi, I'm uh, Danny Parks. I teach yoga. Um, I've been teaching yoga for quite a while actually coming up on probably closer to 10 years. I started teaching kids um, and kids with disabilities before I taught adults. Um, I have four kids myself. So I was going through a lot in my life at the time. um, And I felt like kids were missing this gift of yoga. I practice yoga um, not just for the fitness, but for that self-love element which that's what it gave and the self-esteem so I really thought kids were missing that that they wait they come out to the world just so fresh so new so loving and then through the experiences of school they start to lose some of that um lose their self-esteem whether because I was bullied really hard so I felt like what if these kids could have this gift of keeping that self-esteem? What would happen if we kept our self-esteem and would it be able to let us deal with situations a little bit better and stop trying to build self-esteem and learn what self-esteem is and we'll learn what self-love is at the age of 30. Well, that's what I was dealing with. So learning to love myself, what if we just kept that as a kid? So that's where I started teaching yoga is for children and then eventually started teaching it for grownups. Um, and yeah, just has progressed ever since with more and more training and more and more teaching and love it all. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I think that's really cool. I never knew that about you. <laughs> um, because I have obviously two daughters myself and my oldest is 10 and she mm-hmm. struggles hard. And I never really thought of it that way. Cause you know, a lot of people think yoga is just an exercise, but it's like an exercise of the mind, body and soul, yeah. which I think a lot of kids need. Um, Cause yeah, you're right. You know, they're like but comparing her and my, like my little one compares to her, like they're so different, right? The little one's yeah. just like, I don't give a crap about anything. Everything's hot. No. I'm happy. Fearless. And- like, just like, I'm going to go on the playground and I'm going to do this. And I don't, you don't even have those thoughts of like, well, what if my skirt flips off or what if I fall and I can't make it across the monkey bars? You don't have those thoughts at six. It's about seven years old, eight years old. And then you're moving into about 10. And then when they're 10, they start to like get that self-doubt and they get that Mm. questioning. And so when I'm teaching, we practice on the mat. Well, your thoughts are like, if I teach to grownups, well, that looks hard. I can't do that. And those are the same limiting beliefs that we start to develop when we're 10. So you look yeah. at your little girl and she'll have that. She'll be like, that's a limiting belief. Like I'm hard on myself. This is, I don't know if I can do it. And it is, it's from 
there's some really great teachers out there and there's some really not so great teachers out there um, that help develop that limiting belief with a kid. Um, And there's, there's students, there's people that pick on you. Um, There's a lot of situations and we can't stop those external, but we can start building this and breathing this. And that's what I teach my kids. So you practice it on your mat. You practice it in your day-to-day when you can control your environment. So that's your controlled environment is your mat. You practice that for an hour. You walk in and you're like, no, I'm not going to have that thought of, I'm not going to be able to do this hard yoga pose. That looks hard. Nope. Get rid of that. I'm going to try this. And then I'm going to try it again. And I'm going to try it again. And then eventually you get it. And you're like, yes, did anyone see that? It doesn't matter how old you are. I see it in every single grown-up's face. They're like, I did it. And it, it is like, you're like 10 years old and you're like, did you guys see that your muscles, you know? And it's, that's the practice. And that's like an example of practicing it. It's practicing that belief in yourself. Like I can do it. Oh, I did it. Or breathing a little bit deeper. Or even I used to have, when I would practice on my mat, this fear of breathing loud. I know the teacher would be like, oh, breathe louder. That's stupid. <laughs> Someone is going to hear me and I'm going to do it wrong. And that's also stupid. And I I literally, I used to think that. And until one day I was like, oh, wow, breathing so loud sounds like the ocean. And I am blocking out all of this stuff in my head of it. I've got this to do. I've got laundry to do. I've got this person mad at me. I've got this. And did I say the right thing? So you practice that. And even if you get a couple breaths in, it starts at like, oh, wow, I didn't think of my crap for 30 seconds. I didn't think of my stuff for a full hour and it, it gets there. And so that's your practice time. And then you take it off the mat. So when you're in a situation at school on the playground, you're like, okay, I can do this. I got this. And yeah, so my kids practice that. And they've had that where my daughter, even she's, she's going to be 16 this summer. So she'll practice that. She's like, yeah, I'm sitting there in an exam and it's like, Uh, this is so hard. Oh, I can't do this. And then those, the thought patterns that we've developed in her life are like, no, you can do this and she'll catch herself. So that's those thought patterns you'll develop by practicing it. So she'll sit at her exam. She'll be like, whoa, whoa, I got this. I can do this. And you close your eyes and you reset. So that's honestly, and I, it's hard to describe that that's what I believe in. Sometimes people look at my Instagram and they're like, oh, your classes look really hard, period. Like sometimes they're challenging, some of them, yeah. But that's the point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think that's that's awesome. It's funny because I used to go to hot yoga and I used to want to quit halfway through every single time. But I was like, I'd like look around and I'd be like, well, I don't want to leave. Like in the yeah. middle of a class. So it like forced me to be like more confident with what I was doing and and that's um, like any class, really. It's yeah. Like it's challenging, and it's a mindset thing. And I think it's cool that you teach you you know teach it to your children, and and you started with teaching it to children because that's kind of where like all this mindset stuff stems from into adulthood. And there's a lot of women, especially, that have limiting beliefs bef- around like what they can and can't do, mm-hmm. and like. I personally deal with that regularly. I have a lot of women starting businesses that I work with and they're just like, I can't do it. I don't have the confidence. And it's like that stemmed from a very young age. 
-hmm. And you can tell the ones that like have the confidence, you know, we all struggle, like not everybody's just like on all the time. Yeah. Um, But it's a practice, right? You have to do it every day. It's like personal development, meditation. Well, it's that self. And even if it's just waking up and being like, I got this today, I'm amazing. Yeah. And like some days, some days it's hard, but it's like, you know, like for you, you have four kids, like you have to show up. And for me, I have two kids. I have to show up for them. I yeah, can't you don't get a choice. Yeah, like I literally don't. And, and so I have to do the work. I have to do the inner work. And it's like been a really, it's a really big journey for a lot of people. Like they're like, Oh, you know, I'm doing it, but it's not working. Yeah. But like you have to do it every day. So are do oh, you like, Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, well with that, like it took me years. I started that practice at 30 and now I'm the ripe age of 38. So it took me a while to get to a point where I can really believe in myself. It took a while and it was that constant. I remember the first time I had to look in a mirror and say, I love you to myself. And I was like, well, it was almost like the words could not come out. I I tried to describe it as like, Someone who's never like a, uh, one of those huge muscular, strong dudes trying to bend over and touch their toes. Like it's actually impossible. They're like, no, there's too much muscle. There's too much stuff blocking me. And I stared at myself and I'm like, okay, I, nope, I nope. And it took a long time and it was that practice. And I'm like, there's never a way, there's never a way. Um, And so when I was 30, I'd had all my four babies and I have this note in one of these books that I read and remember my little, my littlest. So he was probably about two and a half and I was so sad. I had a lot going on in my life and I just was crying and I was sitting there and he's like, why aren't you happy? I'm like, I don't know. How are you happy all the time? It's like, you just be happy. I'm like, you know, that's actually like, you just. get up you don't like you you know and as a mom it's kind of I've never had that choice to just lay down Mm -hmm. and curl up and stay there you're like okay I gotta get up I gotta teach at 6 a.m let's go and you show up and then you just keep practicing that and it gets gets easier there's some days that you're like oh no you know depending on the day like I woke up this morning and my heat's not working it's freezing I'm like I don't want to get I don't, I don't want to do this, you know, but you do, you get up and you're like, no, I know how to do this. Shut the power up, turn off the pilot light, like reset it, kick the, like I had to go outside and kick the pipes because the intake valve was, you know, and I'm like, I can do this. And the single mom, I'm by myself. I got this. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, yes, because it restarted for a bit, but then I, it's the thermostat, but that's outside my control. So someone has to come fix that, but you right. do what you can in your own control. Mm-hmm. So yeah, do your best. Yeah. That's awesome. No, I think that's, that's amazing. Like I, I, um, I've also been a single mom. I only had one, but you know, it's like, you have to get up and show up and do the, the work. And, and I never used to practice personal development or do meditation or anything years ago it was very negative so like my life I was very like poor me oriented for a very long time it took like actually getting into entrepreneurship and learning about like personal development and learn like I always did yoga and stuff once in a while 
Um, but I never really, I did it more for like exercise than anything. Right. So now like it's, I get excited about being able to do it because it's, it's my time to, to breathe and, and be flexible and, and try to become mm-hmm. stronger and, and show up as a parent and a wife. And sometimes it's hard to do all those things, but yeah, it's, it's, that's awesome that, you know, you just do it. You just show up. Yeah. You kind of have to. <laughs> so, um, do you still teach kids yoga I, or do you just I do, do. Yoga? Yeah, I do a lot of kids. So I'm usually in the schools every year teaching kids yoga. It's my, that's my favorite. Oh, it's my favorite thing. Yeah. So um, do you do it in studio too? No, oh, okay. I stopped doing it in studio because a lot of reasons, like the times I'm available versus the times that you're available. And it's like the after school when kids would come to yoga, I'm like, I am with my kids. I'm like, if we could run them during the day. So I want to go to the schools. My goal is, and was, and still is continuing is to teach all kids, all schools and have it implemented in the school as a form of, we have math, we have science, we have yoga. And the thought behind that is imagine, okay, when the bell rings and it's time to go outside for recess, every kid is just like, yes. And they're so fast and they scream and they're just so pumped and they're so full of joy. And then they have to run inside after, and then they're dragging their stuff off and they're like, oh, but their heart and their vibrations up because they were running and they're having such a good time. And then you have to sit down and you're like here. And so part of you is excited because you had so much fun. And part of you is like, I don't want to go back and do math. And so you're not vibrating on the same level as what you're supposed to be to Mm -hmm. sit and write math. And so a lot of kids, everyone has different learning patterns and a lot of kids can't just sit down and write. Your body is like, ah, you know? So if we implemented something that was like, Hey, sit, let's take a couple big breaths or do like one sun salutation together. That's all you need. Let's all sit uncross your legs, ground your feet, take a big breath in, big breath out, remind yourself, say something really nice about yourself. And then let's go, let's go and do math. Like that one minute, two Mm -hmm. minutes for kids will reset your vibrations and allow you to sit and come at math at a better way. Because math can be hard or science or program or writing. For me, it was writing, but um, so I want that. That's incredible going on. And you know what? It was cool because I got to homeschool my kids for a bit. And so I was like, oh, let's practice this. And I had times so I'm sitting at this table and this one's losing it. This one's on the floor. This one's flipped their computer and the password's not working. And I'm like, ah, swear words. And then I'm like, okay, guys, let's, nope, nope. We're taking a break. Let's, let's do this. Let's do a couple burpees, which is essentially a sun salutation, but fast or let's do a sun salutation, like, let's do this slow. And then they sit and they're like, okay, I can come at it better. I can come at it better. So if it works for me, why wouldn't it work for a kid, right? Sometimes you just need to stand up, wiggle it out, dance, do whatever it is, then sit back down and come at it. So I, I do love teaching kids. I'm doing a lot of kids online right now too, for, um, like hockey teams. Um, I keep teach kids with down syndrome every, every week as well. That's okay. sort of something really, it's a, it's like a, 
you know that episode on friends where you can't do an act without getting such goodness out of it it's not like an act that i can just do and then yeah. you know i get i get more out of it by doing it like it's that's awesome it's a bucket filler that's the word i'm looking for yeah yeah i that's amazing i um my daughter has ADHD and I feel like that is something that she could super benefit from because she will sit down and she, like in her um, like before math because she struggles with math she thinks she struggles with math but she's brought home some test marks that I'm like that's not struggling like it's, it's because you need to to believe in yourself is more than anything right mm-hmm. so she could use that and she needs a little bit of extra time and stuff but she could use that like that one minute of breath work or that two minute of meditation before she starts that would be huge I think for her oh it it, it like and I have a little one that uh, well she's 10 so same age yeah she's and I'm looking this way because that's where she sits but um she's ripped like she has a six pack she's like look at me do chin-ups and I remember we're watching hockey and then she'll go around the entire arena and do cartwheels. And then she's like, I just did 150 cartwheels around the whole ring. And I'm like, where does this kid get this? And then I look at myself, I'm like, I just did a handstand. And then I'm going to go for a run. And I'm like, okay. And mm-hmm. I do that. Like, I get up earlier. I do my yoga. I do this. I'll do my hit class. I'll do this. I'll do all of my things. And these kids roll out of bed, eat breakfast, sit on in the car, and then they sit in a desk. Mm-hmm. but I'll get up, work out, move, 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 move so that I can sit down and do a podcast with you. <laughs> I got to move before I have to sit. And I even thought that I'm like, Oh my God, I'm going to have to sit for a really long time. That's going to be really hard. So then yeah. <laughs> that's hard for me. So I yeah, look at my I know. And I'm like, it doesn't change because you would be an, you're an adult. We as adults are allowed. Like you think about somebody in an office, they're like, oh, I'm just going to go outside. I'm going to put something in my car or I have to get a coffee. And I putz around. If you're a kid in school, you're like, and then when they fidget or whatever, and they're getting in trouble for wanting to move. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'm like, oh, it was nice when they were home for a bit. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I struggled with that. Yeah, <laughs> like there's four thing. of them, let's be clear. And they're all in different grades. So it was, you know challenging (laughs) yeah um yeah no that's that's awesome I never knew that about you you learn something new everything day or you knew learn something new every day I don't know what I was going to (laughs) going to say there um yeah that's cool so um what so the podcast is based around women creating wealth so obviously you know that's you that's entrepreneurs that's women trying to just like do better in the world trying to like create independence whatever that looks like for me like my definition of wealth is financial stability health of the mind body and soul and then having a purpose in what you're doing um every day and a purpose can just mean being truly happy and like where you are in your life and you know not living in a dead end like just not being like there's just so much unhappiness out there so, yeah. um, you know, do you have anything that you want to share around that? Or I know you're all about like, you know, the health part of it, right? Oh, well, wealth is part of that because I actually had a conversation with someone about this last week, but I was an accountant, um, for a huge engineering company 
um, every day, worked like seven to four. And then I was taking more schooling at night and I was just going and I owned my own company, a bookkeeping company. And um, I was so unhappy. <laughs> I was so unhappy. And then I had babies. So I was like, oh, I'm not doing any of that. And I'm going to stay home with my babies. Um, and uh, still so unhappy and recognizing that I needed to do something that made me happy. And then it was turning that making me happy into financial stability because single mom of four kids, I wasn't getting any child support, going through a really, really difficult divorce, um, uh, mental abuse, uh, financial abuse, uh, physical abuse with my ex, like all of that stuff was a really, really difficult time to go and decide to kind of get out of that situation mm -hmm. and support my kid. How am I going to do this off of teaching yoga? And then I'm like, okay, create a plan. This is my business brain. I can create this plan. I could do this. But at the same time, I'm still struggling to heal all of this. And you can't heal when this stuff's still coming at you. Legal bills, dealing with him, dealing with that. So I was really in a really negative headspace because there was no way I can get out of this. I can't even pay for food, let alone my legal bills to get child support, to get this. And I was just in this constant circle of, I cannot do it until I started practicing. I can do this. And I faked it till I made it. I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be good. This is freaking awesome. I got this. I got this. And every day I try, I would do more until it finally just started to switch. And then that one day I'm like, oh, make it rain. Like it's going to happen. I'm going to be good. And then, you know, I was doing like I was surviving and then I was thriving and I went from, yeah, surviving to thriving. And then this pandemic hit and then it, someone again takes that control. And I think that for me is my trigger is when somebody takes control away from you. So now I can't do my job. I can't do. And that it's that constant. I can't. So again, then I'm like, Nope, I can still do this. I'm just going to have to find a way to do it differently. Um, and that was the practice. So right off the bat, I started my classes online and had to figure out a way to support my kids doing what I love and showing up for myself. So I kept my same schedule that I taught at the studios. So if you came to my class at 9.30 on a Friday morning, that class was on the schedule. And then that way you're like, oh wait, I can still keep some element of normalcy during this difficult time. Yeah. And in turn of me showing up for myself to create this financial stability, um, I was showing up for other people and then they were showing up for themselves because they're like, well, I could just lay here or I could turn on my Instagram and there's Danny teaching a class that I would have gone to see her in studio. So I'm going to just hop on and do it because really I have nothing, I have no reason to say no. And I think then I'm struggling because you don't see anyone. So I went through a time where I'm like, okay, am I doing this? Is there a purpose? Like is, and then I had, it was almost, sometimes when you just ask out the question, you'll get the answer. So I'm like, what's the point of this? What am I doing? I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm teaching three, four, five classes a day. 
I'm burning out my body at that point. I had lost a ton of weight. I was like, like ripped. This is like last March, April, May. And uh, because it was actually doing all of my classes. And then I was getting messages from people being like, hey, thanks. Thank you. Like you have no idea what this meant to me and how much I needed it at that time. And so that was really good. So it kind of ended up helping me understand, okay, you have a purpose. You still have a purpose. You're doing what you love. It's not creating the financial stability you really need, but it, you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And it was just that constant. Yeah. So it's just been a lot of up and downs this year, but keep going. Yeah. I mean, I think that's been huge for a lot of people, right? Like this has just been one hell of a year. year. Um, We've been really lucky, but like, I know a lot of people are struggling, especially, you know, um, entrepreneurs like yourself who have to go out there and do their job. So I think becoming resourceful was, is huge for, you know, you're probably not making as much as you were, but you do what you can because you don't have another choice. And there's a lot of people who are like, they're just complaining and they're being negative and they're whining about it. And it's like, it's not going to go away. That's not going to make it go yeah, away. It's not going to make it go away. Yeah. So yeah, it's a difficult thing to understand, right? Like it's just go ahead and complain, like vent, let it off your chest. Mm-hmm. But if you're constantly dwelling and focusing on that, then yeah, it, that's yeah, all you know. I, I see it all the time. Like, and I try to do my best to stay off social media. Like I don't watch the news. I try to stay off social media as much as I can. I mean, my job kind of relies on it, but I, I don't do like the scrolling and I like, cause it's, it, it's such like a thing that people get into, right? Like they want to complain and then they want you to feed into it. And then you get negative and it's like, how about I just start doing something positive and mm-hmm. maybe people will watch and they'll follow along. And you do, yeah. you lead a bit of a path right? And that's, yeah, like I did that challenge last month and it was a mindful movement challenge. And it wasn't like, come do all my classes. That's not what my goal of it was. Like, you don't even have to take one of my classes. You can do, you can go for a walk with your dog. That counts as mindful movement. But it was like, you have that ability to really control that you're going to move for 21 days in a row and join me. Let's do this. And met some incredible people and connected with some incredible people over that. So it was like a group chat and just noticing like, oh yeah, this is awesome. We can do this. So then I decided to do another challenge this month with a video along with it. So this one's a little bit different, but it is, you get a, you get like a little workout, 15 minute core challenge. But the the point of it is accountability and holding yourself accountable. So you have this one, I'll send you the video and you get 48 hours to do it after which it's deleted. And you're like, yeah. So then you kind of are like, I, I can do 15 minutes. Let's go. Right. And you'll want to, cause you want to see. And so that's kind of the point of like, you have 48 hours to complete. And then they kind of get a deadline. Some people work better on deadlines. Me. (laughs) I'm lazy. If I don't like, if you don't give me a deadline, I'll be like, yeah, I can do it tomorrow. Yeah, I'll do it whenever I, oh, I better, time, better never. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's cool too that you said you've connected with some interest, like some cool people. Like I feel like this pandemic, I have actually connected with some cool people just because social media has become more of like a or like 
zoom calls or whatever like it's just been more of a way for people to, to actually start connecting more and and I have connected with some really cool people even just locally but now yeah. like having conversations like with you or buying your bread <laughs> you know make right going for sourdough um but yeah it's it's um doing stuff like that reaching out and just like trying to connect with people is is a lot easier now because you don't have to do it in person you can do it online and mm. yeah that's awesome um sweet well um I mean I, if you don't have anything else you want to chat about or add I think we covered a lot today and it was yeah. really great of you to share your story with my audience I think that a lot of people will get some value from it and and you have a really incredible story um at the end of every episode I have my guests usually share an affirmation of wealth or abundance do you have any that you'd want to share or do you want me to share one uh yeah actually my affirmation all last year was straight up I am abundant so when I say my affirmations they're sankalpa so a sankalpa is you're speaking from your heart and so it's your heart's deepest desire so you go in and then you're really listening to what you need so if you are struggling with scarcity so then you would say, I am statement. So I am abundant. And you don't say it with any kind of wavering or I want to be, or I will be. It is a statement of as if it's already happened and you believe it. And that's, that kind of goes into that fake it till you make it. So I am abundant. And I did it all last year, every single day. And then again, the same this year, I, I added another one, but this one's, I am abundant. I love it. I started practicing like abundance and wealth hugely this last year um and the fake it till you make it thing I mean it works if you say it and you believe it it will come true I 100% mm -hmm. like I'm so so down with that and I 100% believe I'm just true like I live it and breathe it and and it's oh yeah some of the some of the things you can manifest into your life when you just when you believe it I think like when you manifest a huge actual person and it's something tangible that's the one that blew me away was like everything else. I'm like, okay, I, I believe it. I got this. But um, I wrote down on a piece of paper, all the things that I manifest and what I wanted in a partner, a life partner. And like what I wanted and what I deserve. And I wrote it all on I am statements and very like, this is what I want. This is what it's going to look like. And then that person was already in my life and was a close, like a best bud, best friend of mine. And then I'm like, oh yeah. You're amazing. And now we're, <laughs> you know, like having this family joint family life together that is like such a deep love that I remember and I found the the page that I wrote down and I'm like, I went over this page and it's like every single thing. I'm like, check, check, check. And it was detailed, like a couple pages in this journal. I'm like, this is took a minute. I was like, you're kind of creeping me out. Like, did you Freaky. see this page? You know, like, well, then, you know, when you can manifest a person, but then in turn, do that to yourself too, right? Like I spent, well, it's been, I'm coming up on my ninth year of manifesting that person that I want to be myself, but I want to love myself. And so, yeah, manifest abundance because you can. Yeah. So that's huge. Yeah. Um, awesome. Last question is where can people find you? I know Instagram. Oh, what's yeah, your handle? Instagram is probably the best because all of my stuff's linked onto that. So it's Danny Parks Yoga. 
uh, Danny, D-A-N-I-P-A-R-K-S, yoga. Awesome. I will share that in the story notes so that people can find you. And thank you so much again. And I hope to chat with you again soon. Hey, have a great day. See you. you. Bye. Friends, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Women Creating Wealth. If you want more info, check out the show notes and please share with someone who you think would absolutely love to hear what we chatted about today. Don't forget to leave me a review. Let me know what you loved. And last but not least, give me a follow on Instagram at The Real Mamapreneur. Take a screenshot, share on your stories, and don't forget to tag me. I'm excited to chat again next week. We'll talk soon.